Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, training you to lead with courage. Hello, everyone. We are so happy that you returned to our podcast, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan. You know that we love to train you, first to convince you that there is a leader in you and to train you as a leader because we are here to change the world and our culture and not to be changed by the world or our culture. And we also love love to share as much as possible with you. You know that my experience is the one that I share with you. For some of you, you know, uh, maybe read the book, Saving My Assassin. So I am sharing what I learned in good times and bad times as I uh, uh, fought against socialists and communists in Romania as a lawyer and here in, in America as an American lawyer. So my experience is my personal experience and I love to share that with you. But our podcast is not only based on that. We love to um, invite courageous leaders like the courageous leader that you will meet today. And I hope you will be in touch with them, with him, with his um, ministry, because he is an example of what courageous leadership means and what America needs today. So we have today as our guest, Brad Dacus. He's an attorney and he's the president and founder of Pacific Justice Institute. Welcome to our podcast, Brad. Would you please introduce yourself to our viewers and our audience, please? Oh, you, you bet, Virginia. It's great to be on your program. Uh, as president and founder of the Pacific Justice Institute, uh, I've been committed uh, to defending religious freedom, parental rights, the sanctity of human life, our basic fundamental civil liberties uh, for over 20 years. And uh, we, are, we at Pacific Justice Institute now have uh, offices from coast to coast throughout the United States, uh, doing all our work without charge, uh, making sure that no one is ever left on the side of the road. Uh, that's what we're about. And uh, we, we enjoy our work. It's challenging, but it's a, a real blessing to serve so many every year. That is, that is wonderful. I appreciate what you said. Uh, as a lawyer myself, as, as I work, uh, I work in Romania, defended Christian, persecuted by the socialist and communist government, and I work now with Alliance Defended Freedom. Um, I am working many times with people like you know, different institutes, like your institute and others. I believe that we also have to acknowledge that as lawyers, we can be leaders, but without courageous clients that they will say, yes, I want you to defend me, but I will stand up for my rights too. We cannot do our job. So I want to um, congratulate all our clients and everybody in America and around the world who stands on the God's principles and take the risk, 
you know, to lose their job, to lose even their companies and so forth, and to say, yes, I am here. I want to be your client. No matter what's going to happen, I am here to be an example. And you never know your client, my clients, who will influence that other other people that will be in a situation of the government violating their rights will say, I will stand up. So I want to mention that because I am very um, impressed by clients who will say, I want to um, you to defend my rights and I will stay by you. you I will be your client to, to the end. Do, do you yeah. agree with that? Oh, yes, I, I do. It's it's so important, Virginia, as you know, that we uh, make sure no one is left on the side of the road. And that's something very unique about Pacific Justice Institute is that we don't just cherry pick high profile cases. If we're going to defend freedom and liberty, we have to make sure no one is left behind. And it, it's so important. And we take that very seriously at Pacific Justice uh, Institute. Uh, but it's it's now's the time for for people to stand up. And uh, when the bell tolls and, and, and not surrender their rights uh, merely as a matter of convenience, it's not convenient to stand up for your rights. Uh, but the price is very high to not just you, but your, uh, but others and your, in generations to come when we don't respond to when the bell tolls uh, for us to stand up for our freedoms and our liberties. That is so true. You know, growing up in socialist Romania, I always believed that many years before the socialists came or during the time the socialists came to Romania, somebody pray, pray, pray for me and for others that one day, one day, it will be someone who will stand up for religious freedom, even in horrifying circumstances. So it's true, if we don't stand up right now for our rights and for pushing back what the government is trying to do, uh, we will lose our our rights. I believe that people will love to know how you started because sometimes people will say, oh, I don't know, uh, I don't have what you have or I am too old, I am too young, I am, you know, we try to find all kinds of justification and we are humans. So tell us what exactly, when was the point where you said, I want to use my legal work for this reason, for God and for his well, Yes, I interned with uh, the Rutherford Institute when I was in law school at the University of Texas. Uh, and I, I thought, this is what I like to do, this religious freedom, parental rights, sanctity of life. Someday I want to do that. Well, just uh, five months after practicing law with a firm in Sacramento, I get a call, asked to open an office for Rutherford and coordinate litigation in 14 Western states. Now, I realized I wasn't really experienced enough for this. It, and so I had to get on my knees and say, God, I'm not experienced enough. But what, the, what God, I think, really convicted me of is, is how uh, it's not about how qualified we are. It's, it's whether or not we're willing to rely on him uh, to carry forward with what the call he's put on our life and uh, to recognize he's the one that moves the mountains, not us. And so with that, I stepped up, opened the office developed a, a, a team of attorneys in 14 Western states, coordinated litigation. Uh, and then when Rutherford contracted in a major way, instead of going back east to head up their public affairs office, 
I decided to continue the work that was on my heart and to continue to coordinate litigation. And Pacific Justice Institute was born in 1997 uh, with the help of former U.S. Attorney General Ed Meese. And uh, we have since been growing. We now have uh, 15 offices in 11 states, uh, from Miami to Seattle, from Orange County, California to New York City, and many places in between. And it's just a real uh, blessing to to go to bat for people. And, and we're we're bringing on new attorneys all the time, both volunteer affiliate as well as attorneys uh, on staff to head up even more new offices uh, that we've uh, decided to target in places like Atlanta, Philadelphia, Boston, Detroit, Chicago, uh, to name a few. That is so true what you said that God is not looking where he communicates with you. First of all, God communicates with you. God will tell you, you know, first of all, he put skills in, in you, and he wants to use those skills for his glory. And he will tell you, the Bible says that God will put his uh, hand on our back and say, this is a way, walk in it. And then he doesn't need uh, uh, to for us to have the blueprint. He wants us to trust him. And I, when people read uh, Saving My Assassin, in my memoir, many of them are so encouraged by the story that I am telling there that, you know, when I became a lawyer, I knew in, in Romania that God wanted me to defend Christians. But what do you do as a lawyer the first time when somebody comes to a case with a case with a deal? You look and say, well, let me see if there is a law that protects you know, those people and uh, Romania at that time, a socialist and communist uh, works, uh, those law were under the key. So one day hide it from lawyers. So and they were never exposed or told in, in law schools and everything. So one day I went, I pray and I went to, uh, uh, to the library to find those laws. And guess what? Somebody took those books put it on the table, studied them, and forgot to lock them in. So I was able to find them, and I heard the Lord saying, make copies, make copies. And later on, I make, I make copies, and later on, I use those, you know, to share the government that we have those laws. And many times when I go and speak in different places where, where I train people, God will tell you exactly where, where to go and where to do. I'm so impressed that many times I go and speak in non-conservative places. Young people will open their hearts and mind and say, ma'am, nobody told us about this story. We don't want to build this. And it's because God guided me. So it's so important. So what you are saying is, uh, and let me know if I'm right or not, people need to have an encounter with God. When they know God, then they have to ask God what God wants to do with their lives. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the first step is to start a relationship with the Lord by accepting the fact that we're, we're all sinners. We all fall short of God's holiness. Um, and that's why Jesus Christ came down, you know, God in the flesh, to die for our sins, to pay for that penalty. And we have to acknowledge that we're sinners and receive that gift of forgiveness through Christ put our faith completely in him and what he did on the cross for our sins. And then uh, we surrender our life to him and then the relationship begins. And as we grow in that relationship, we learn to rely more and more 
upon what upon the Lord and what He wants for our lives, and to seek Him in His through His, his Word and through prayer. And as He and He gives us those desires, you know, as we uh, seek Him, uh, He will give us the desires of our heart, the passions. And then we in faith needs to we need to step out uh, to to follow. That's what I did at Pacific Justice Institute. He, I had the passion in my heart to make sure that everyone got help regarding these issues. Um, I would be miserable if I'd gone a different way, maybe a safer way. Uh, but God blessed it. I moved forward. And uh, and by his grace, not because of my own holiness, because I'm not a holy, righteous person on my own, um, but, but because of who I am in Christ and the fact that, uh, that uh, he has, has made me clean through what he did on the cross, I can have that relationship and that confidence that he's going to go f- with me and direct me and guide me all along the way as we continue with our, with our ministry. And I just want to say, if people want to uh, pray for our ministry or support our ministry or keep up with our many cases, we have over 50 cases in active lit- litigation right now, Virginia. So if people want to keep up with our cases or get up for information, I strongly encourage them to go to our website, pji.org, P for Pacific, J for Justice, I for Institute, .org, and click up uh, for the Legal Insider it's a free newsletter, and I think people find it really inspiring as we take on these battles all across uh, America uh, for the sake of our, our future generations and their freedoms. That is so true because we are not here only for us. We are here for generations to come, and it's important to use our, um, our skills and talent, uh, what God gave us in for his glory. And he is the one who guides us. He is the one who, I, even now, staying here, sitting here in a free country, still free country in America, I'm looking back and I'm thinking, I fought against a huge dictator with a huge army, with money, with the uh, capability to lie to the world. And I expose him and he is dead and I'm alive proclaiming what God has done. Because like you said, it's not me under five feet tall, 82 pounds that I was at that time. It's God in us that is able to do it. I came to this country empty-handed, no money, no English. I knew five other languages, and the Lord helped me to learn English, go back to law school this time in Dallas, Texas, built my law firm, raised three kids. One graduated from SMU like me, the other one from Harvard Law School, the third one from Air Force Academy, all serve the Lord and uh, uh, good, good people trying to do the best for this country. And it's nothing about us. It's about what God can do it. And like you said, I love what you said. I want to emphasize this. Apart from God, you will be miserable. If you right now, you think I'm fearful, I will be targeted by people, mocked by them because I'm Christian. Believe us that if you are not with God, you don't stay under his wings and do what he asks you to do, you will be miserable in, in, in your life. That's, that's absolutely correct. Uh, when we learn to not live for ourselves, but to learn for others, uh, but to live for others and to live for the Lord and uh, what he wants in our life. When we do that. Uh, our life takes on much deeper meaning, much deeper purpose, uh, much greater satisfaction and fulfillment because we're walking 
with it, with the pathway that God wants us to have and that relationship that God wants us to have, uh, no matter where we are. And he, I like the fact that God takes all of us right where we are. Uh, you know, that's that's the grace and the love we can find through Christ, uh, through faith in Christ and what He did on the cross for us. That uh, uh, you know, we have a lot of challenges facing our nation today. And I tell people, and I tell pastors, I tell business leaders uh, that. Uh, that if you have the love of Christ, you can't be silent, you can't be complacent. And uh, that's why we're, we're working so much to empower people to, to live and fair, share their faith in the workplace. Uh, we have great resources, a training video on that for free online on our website, uh, Faith in the Workplace. We have a uh, resource, a free book on how you can legally evangelize and share your faith, live your faith in public schools or, or in universities, uh, how you can share your faith and, and live your faith in public places. About 30% of our cases now, Virginia, are criminal defense cases uh, defending uh, ministers, pastors for the same thing, which is sharing their faith in public places and being criminally prosecuted for it. I myself had two cases there in Dallas uh, defending people for being criminally prosecuted simply for publicly sharing their faith. We've had it also in other places across the country. So this is, very, this is the time for us to, to step up. Uh, our freedoms and liberties have never been more under attack, and yet, by God's grace, we have great judges appointed by the former president, Donald Trump, uh, that uh, we at Pacific Justice Institute are very grateful uh, to have and are uh, more aggressive now than ever, uh, because partly because of that assurance of the judges that we have on our courts. That is so true. I believe for us as a Christians, as much as we look at the situation and how America is changing, we have the greatest opportunity or opportunities to shine for Christ right now and to bring the truth to um, the public area. And because we have the truth, we, God can change us and God can change our neighborhood, our families, our businesses, and America and the world through us. God changed Romania through a little tiny me, five feet tall, 82 pounds, into, from a socialist to a, a democratic country. If you want changes, join us. Join. We are in the winning team. With Christ, we are more than conquerors. We are winners even before we see the victory on, on our path. Christ never lost a battle. So join us. Don't be in the losers. Don't be just complaining. Act on your fate. I just want to thank you so very much, uh, Brad, for coming and uh, encouraging people and for all your work. We love to invite you next time. I know you have so many events and so many opportunities. Maybe we can see each other when you are here in Dallas and report on what you are doing here because it's another way to encourage people. Thank you, Virginia. And I I look forward to, to doing just that. We have an office there in Dallas, and, uh, and I appreciate you, your vision, and there's so much we can learn from you and uh, what you've experienced in Romania and how it relates to the challenges, the growing challenges to freedom and liberty we're facing today. Uh, keep up the great work. Thank you so much. appreciate that. Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, 
buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com. Thank you.